Hey, y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. For the last five and a half years, we have been bettering self and spirit from a homegirl just like you perspective with a splash of training and competency to help you along your way. To equip yourself with the tools to navigate the journey of the unknown and the unexpected like a boss. Yeah, that was a random uh, random updated intro. Um, I wanted to jump on Mike immediately because I saw something that inspired me. Weirdo behavior. And it, I was inspired. Um, shout out to Wayne B. Energy Alchemy 1-1 on Instagram. Um, well, actually, no. Energy Alchemy 1-1 on Twitter. So it was a screenshot of his Twitter, but his actual Instagram is Energy Alchemy One. So he posted something that I wanted to talk about. So-called crushes that don't get their way be acting way worse than any hater I ever seen. Again, he said, so-called crushes that don't get their way be acting way worse than any hater I ever seen. And I think that speaks to a, a bigger issue of weirdo behavior. And I think, like I said yesterday on my Instagram, I said that the problem with social media is that sometimes we think that people want to talk to us and engage with us because we think that everybody's open. We think that public accounts are open. You want to hear from me. You posted it, so you want my opinion. You put it out there, so you obviously wanted it for public critique. And I think people got to get out of their um, their ass with that, respectfully, because at the end of the day, um, people can post whatever they want. Whether they want to hear from us, you and I, on this is completely different. And I think it has created a weird um, sense of entitlement and a weird sense of ego to where we feel like we can just pull up on people online and just say whatever, knowing this would never fly in real life. So I was inspired by Wayne's post to talk about weirdo behavior. Um, And it, it started to kind of talk about, you know, online weird behavior. But I realized that some of these things I've actually gone through offline. It was just that online stuff was used as a channel to um, <laughs> to carry out some of the weirdo behavior. So I wanted to go over some weirdo behavior to see if you can relate to some of this stuff like I can. Um, one thing I didn't list on my caption is um, <laughs> weirdo behavior that I've seen where people are kind in your face and they show love online. But they have burner accounts where they disparage you. They have private accounts on things where they talk about you. Um, I've seen that before. I actually caught somebody years ago that I knew that I was cool with using a fake account to talk stuff about me. And um, <laughs> it was wild because the cold part is that was leaving clues. I was looking at the comments and I was like, this person says they're like, I just this, this, this person is always saying something and, I'm, and I checked the location I said that that person's location um is always in a location that my homegirl is in at the time kind of find out one of the homegirls was actually that that burner account talking shit I said wow okay so um excuse my language y'all that just kind of popped out but I was like wow you you was cool with me oh and it's my it's my homegirl it's my family it's my sister whoop whoop and then she was literally, she had a whole nother, like, 
account and she was talking mess, but the idiot forgot to leave the location off. This is back in the day where you could track the location of what was posted on the apps. You could literally like post that you could you could check to the very coordinate. And I said, wow. Now that that feature was key because we also caught a side piece of one of my other homegirls. I'm still cool with to this day. That girl did the same weirdo behavior to her. Um, <laughs> and I know she's she, she listening. You know exactly who I'm talking about, okay? I love my stories because a lot of them can be corroborated. But this particular girl was actually sleeping with my homegirl's man. I knew something was up because my spidey sense went off. So the thing about this girl is this girl had actually had a account and was following my homegirl. She had a burner as well. Actually, yeah, she had a burner as well. She had a burner as well, but it wasn't pictures of her. And she would leave messages under my homegirl page talking about I'm messing with your man. Tell your man, ask your man, how you know, just all disrespectful stuff. And my homegirl had sent it to me. And I remember laying in bed at about... 2 a.m. in Atlanta at the time. And my girl was out here, my homegirl. And she was like, yo, like, you see this? And I said, hey, I got a feeling that girl messing with your man. I said, don't no girl come out of nowhere talking about this, that, and the other to be funny unless she really messing with your man. I said, I got a bad feeling. Not to mention this man had a propensity of cheating. I, even when I met him years before he was with her, he was a cheater. But I met her through him. So she was my homegirl, but my loyalty was to her because that was my homegirl. We got tight. And I had met him through my ex um, at the time, the ex that was on the show. So <laughs> now we really pinpointing it, if you know who that is. But, I mean, it's a good, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not putting nobody's name out here, but it's a true story. Okay? It's a true story. But I'm laying in bed. And I don't like disrespectful side pieces. I feel like if you're going to be second best, if you're going to be a cheater, um, and you know a man is in a monogamous relationship and you want to be in a polyamorous relationship without telling people, that's cheating to me. I don't knock polyamory because I feel like everybody got what works for them. But one thing I do know about folks that's polyamorous, the good ones that I know, they keep it up front. They don't do this type of mess. So my my homegirl's thinking she's in a monogamous relationship. The man she with low-key want to have his cake and eat it too. The girl know about my homegirl being the girlfriend and she doesn't care. So I'm like, okay. She tired of being the side. She want the man for herself. So she going to try to do what she got to do to let the girl know that she there. So that she could probably break up with him and she can have him. Because the dude wasn't going to leave her, obviously. Or she just wants to see where her power lies in terms of how she presents herself. Um, I don't like those kind of side chicks because it turns into... Because I feel like this. I'm, I'm going to do a little sidebar. If you're going to be a side, you know what I'm saying? Like, be a side with some dignity if you know you're gonna be second or you're gonna be a second priority to a man who has no intentions on leaving his wife his girlfriend his fiance whoever you stay you stay in that but understand if somebody want to beat you down for that you got you got you got parts on that and the reason why i'm saying that is because you purposely know you know that you're going to be in a situation where you're a hidden secret and this is what you choose to deal with you choose to settle to be a secondary option while this woman don't even know. Now, if a woman knows, then it is what it is. Because I've seen marriages, situations where men know that, you know, well, the wife knows there's a mistress and she chooses to deal with that. We're not talking about that. 
if you really know that there's a woman that you claim you don't owe nothing to and you really want this man and you know that this man want to be with her and this is what you choose and that woman don't know and she don't have a say so as to whether that's okay you low-key got a part to play too yeah the man is not he's not absolved of guilt but that don't mean the woman that's aside is automatically scot-free and i don't like the narrative that we see here because what we do see is oh well that ain't on me. That's on the man. That's on the man. That is absolutely true. But you knowing that that man had a woman and maybe had a wife and maybe had a kid with the wife or the or the child mama, and he's with her or they're in a situation of commitment. The fact that you willingly signed up for that, you signed up for an ass whooping too when it's time. That's how I look at it. Yeah, the woman might be mad at the man, but at the same time, women that normally get into that really put themselves in a cycle for violence. And I know that sounds like a very strong statement. And some of y'all are going to click off after here. I don't care because I'm going to tell you in my experience, I have seen it get violent. I've seen it get deadly. That's why being a side chick is not an option. I have seen, and let's, let's keep this a stack. We can go homegirl style for real. Some of y'all that went to school with me know what, what I'm probably about to say. And you probably know who I'm talking about. There was a person I went to school with that was married to, um, to their partner. And, um, right before I graduated school, um, I found out that the girl that I knew that I thought was a kind person, I hung with her a few times outside of school. I find out that she found out that her, according to reports, um, I found out that she found out her partner was cheating and she killed her partner and herself and burnt the house down in the process or tried to burn the house down. And when you and when you see stuff like that and you see what happens when infidelity gets involved it makes you think twice before jumping in situations with people that are involved that could have easily have been that girl i've also seen situations where girls have gotten sliced up i've seen situations where girls have gotten stabbed i've seen situations where girls have had guns pulled on them i've seen situations where girls have been in very dangerous situations because that same dean Ting ding ping ping ding a ling that they want to share with that person's partner. That's something that ain't finna go down by the partner once they figure that out. So I'm just telling y'all, if y'all a side piece out here, y'all need to be careful. As you can see, we are in times where the mental fortitude of folks is being tested on a daily basis. You don't want to be on the receiving ends of any type of life-threatening activities because somebody done found out that you messing with a man or they lady or they partner. Please be careful, okay? Maybe some of y'all have gotten through scot-free. That means God was with you, but I don't know how long that grace will last, okay? So please be careful. I have seen too much and I've heard too much of violence, life-threatening encounters to condone that kind of behavior everybody has a part to play but i just don't want people's parts costing them their lives so that is my sidebar about side pieces and weirdo behavior but going back to my homegirl, i'm laying in bed and i'm like yo something ain't right about this 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 burner account that's attacking my homegirl. i my spidey sister saying yo this is a side piece this is a side piece i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it's a side piece but I don't like the fact that they going at my girl like this, publicly embarrassing her, taunting her. It's a it's a fake power move. You you low key behind a screen with a fake screen name, talking mess. So at the time, I mean, mind you, my temper was under control, but I don't like that. So I I sit up in bed at two a.m. and I start doing some research. It didn't take very long. It took me like five minutes. I said, hmm. 
I said, who you think? I said, give me a list of five women that you think that he possibly is fooling with. And she gave me the five. I said, give me their screen names. I got to do something real quick. So I'm like, okay. At the time, again, Instagram had the feature. If you remember, you remember where you could literally, if you had the feature turned on, you could get your coordinates pinpointed from your actual location. It wasn't like you selected a location. It showed up. So I looked and I, like I said, I had screenshot the coordinates of that spam account that was harassing my girl. And then I checked these five accounts. One of the accounts matches up. I said, this your side bitch right here. I said, this her. I said, that's her. That's her. I said, that's weird to me that the posting of her, and I know you probably like, damn, you, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't stalking behavior. It was easy. All it took, I mean, cause this is the thing. The problem with this type of stuff is it's all fun and games until, or like my, my granny say, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. You feel me? You hunt people online and you hunt people in person, depending on how weird you are. And then when somebody got the gun on you, you know, figuratively, and you know, maybe literally depending on how, how much of a danger you are to others. But when somebody else got the gun in their hand and they looking at you, it ain't no fun because now the hunted has now turned into the hunter and is now peep game. So I tell her, I said, hey, this your girl right here. She's like, you really? You think so? I said, I know so. I said, look at how, how close these um, posts are. Because the girl was posting literally same location um, minutes within. So she would literally post on her page, jump on the spam, harass my girl, whatever. I said, hey, at the time I hadn't grown to where I am now. Because a long time ago, I said, hey, if you need me to fly to L.A., we could do that. I will fly. We will fly. <laughs> I will get on the weekend, weekend, weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? She's like, nah, nah. I said, just say the word. I got like, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't like that. I was very offended because I don't like online bullying. I don't like online harassing. Maybe it's my Aryan son. I don't like bullies. I don't like bullies at all. So sometimes, you know, when I was younger, I would jump in stuff that had nothing to do with me because I didn't like the tone or the energy of some of the people that were super bullying. Like, I didn't like it. And that kind of jumped out at the time. And she said, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. Long story short, the girl, um, my girl catches her and she admits that it's her. And she's she basically tried to say, yo, I was with your man on X day, X day, X day. And um, my homegirl was like, you know, and they, and they handle that how they handle that. I'll leave that out. But um, that's weirdo behavior. Another piece of weirdo behavior, constant follow, unfollow, refollowing. Okay, I understand that people like to get people's attention on social media, but I feel like the constant follow, unfollow, refollow, that is absolutely the worst way to do it. The first question that's going to pop up is, why does this person keep popping up on my timeline? It's not, oh, let me check their page. It's, why does this person keep following me? It's weird. It's weird. I've seen people do that to me before. Um, I've had folks DM me. I don't respond. Um, sometimes I may not even see it. And they will unfollow me, refollow me, send a DM. Unfollow me, refollow me, send a DM. And I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, stop, please. Like, that's that's an easy way to not stand out in a good way. You're going to stand out for sure, but it's not going to be in a way that's favorable. So I wish people would stop with that. <laughs> or... um What's another weirdo behavior? Liking pictures from three years ago, I think is weirder. It's like you scrolling, you scroll. I, I get it. It's out there and you know, you can scroll, but it is weird. Cause it's like, to me, it's weird. Cause it's like you scrolling deep, deep back and stuff that I posted in 2018. 
and you liking stuff like that's like that's a lie like you curious huh like that's a, that's a little too that's a little too much for me i'm not even going for it just like uh-uh. or liking like more than 10 20 pictures like uh, 10 and 20 i mean i get it show love i get it i mean the algorithm is one thing i get it okay but i had a situation where right when i started spiritual homegirl and i've told this story before i had another account that i don't use anymore it's deleted and I never connected the two accounts, never, you know, there was no way to, you know, to know that I had both accounts. There was a guy who had saw Spiritual Homegirl, well, my account at the time, and had sent me DMs. Oh, I want to date you. I think you're beautiful. Let me take you to dinner, blah, blah, blah. Here's my number. I thought that was weird because I'm like, I'm a stranger. You know what I'm saying? And if you saw that story in the news about that dude that got lured to a sadist apartment on um, by Instagram he was a girl he met on Instagram he came to her house at 1 a.m thinking he was finna get some and he ended up getting tortured and burned um in a in a bathtub um that's why you got to be discerning with who whose dms you sliding in that's that's weird old behavior when you thinking with your 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 lower your lower half and not your not your brain because safety first is is definitely key but I saw the message and was kind of like eh, okay whatever because I don't like those kind of messages I feel like you don't know me well enough to feel like you can ask me for a date. And I'm not saying that in a bitchy way. I'm just saying it is strange. I'm a stranger to you. I The page is cool and you can like the page. Probably haven't heard no podcast episodes and know what my mind is like. Probably ain't tapped in no other way. Probably don't support nothing else. You probably saw me in the picture with a dress on or something tight or something. You And you wanted to shoot your shot, which I don't like. But that's the nature of people sometimes. But um, the guy had said that and I didn't pay it no mind. I went to sleep. I woke up and it had like a hundred notifications. That man had not only found my other page, he had liked that page and those pictures and had liked 70 or 80 pictures of spiritual homegirls. And I said, oh, this is a, this is a psycho respectfully. I know you, I probably shouldn't use that term, but to me, that's a different level of, um, interest. That's dangerous to me. That's stalkerish to me. So I had to block him on both accounts. And that is when I deleted my other page. I said, Nope, we're not going to do this. Um, cause at that time I had posted pictures of my family and things of that nature. And I just didn't want that to be, um, I just didn't want that person to know who my family was because I just thought that was weird. Like you, you, you spent all your time while I was asleep. You spent that time trying to find out more about me because you were obsessed. And that's another thing, a weirdo behavior, obsession, Sometimes we want to know about people so much and Instagram and Twitter doesn't show enough. So we will go through great lengths and measures to do it. That's weirdo behavior. That's restraining order behavior. That's concealed carry behavior. Like, please, if y'all know somebody that do that, protect yourself. If you do it, you might want to respectfully, you might want to talk to a professional and get assessed. That's not normal behavior. Another piece of weirdo behavior, the idealization of the subject as a person who needs saving and love, your love specifically, to be better. I have had folks come to me and say that I am a person that just needs the right man. Not even knowing if I got a man or not. Most most times I do, okay? But he was like, you know, you need a you need this, you need that, and I can I can provide that for you. It's like don't like that's weird. The psychoanalyzation of people thinking that you can diagnose them and properly give them a method or intervention or um your love (laughs) being like you know ego driven that is man she just needs this she just needs me she need me she need a real man like that is so weird because how do you not know that there's a real man behind that screen reading my dms how do you not know that like it's just it's weird like it's so weird another piece of weirdo behavior is approaching women 
and not really considering or approaching well in my experience approaching me in my dms as if there's mutual interest like you're gonna ask rather than ask hey i'm attracted to you i would like to get to know you it's is there a man around and i think that even if there is or is or isn't a man around whether the woman's attracted to you is actually the the biggest factor um, it's actually more important. And I think that just kind of goes to the disrespect of women when it comes to their no not being accepted, but the man's presence being acceptable. Even if she don't want you, okay, well, that's fine because she got a man. It's not because she don't want you. People will rationalize it that way. Rather than say she's not attracted to me, it's, oh, she and I can't be because she got a man. And out of respect for that, I, I'm going a, I'm to a leave it alone. And to me, that's, that's weirdo behavior. Very much so. Weirdo behavior. Um, what else? Following their friends and trying to holler at their friends. The thing about friends is that friends talk. And when you are, it's one thing to have a casual conversation in DMs. But when you're asking people for dates, lunch, dinner, breakfast, meet in the park, meet me at a restaurant, come here, come there. When you start doing that, the girls talk. And I'm pretty sure the men talk too. But I know for me and my girls, we talk. And when we, you know, I've, I've been in conversations where it's been like a, yo, this him, this him. And it's the same dude that has tried to, you know, holler at my homegirl. He might try to holler at me or he tries to holler at me. Then he tries to holler at my homegirl. That, I know some people will say, oh, well, if you don't want them, don't, you know, then don't block the blessings for somebody that might be a fit. And your homegirl might be a better fit. We're not talking about that. We're talking about both of us not wanting this man. It's, it's different. It is weird because going, trying to go through the crew never works. It never works. Now I do understand mutual follows doesn't automatically equal friendship, but, um, <laughs> in, uh, in many other cases though, it can. So, um, just be careful because people talk. Um, also another piece of weirdo behavior or another aspect of weirdo behavior is appearing to be in distress, hoping that they will reach out and give attention. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Selling wolf tickets. Y'all heard, y'all heard that term, right? Where you lying, trying to get something under false pretenses because you need attention. And then folks just don't believe you once you have it. Um, one thing I don't do anymore um, because I need to conserve my energy is I don't answer DMs as much. There are certain things I have. Um, I have like uh, auto save, like save replies. And I'll be honest. The reason why I do that is because there's certain things that people ask me. That are very basic in general that can be answered automatically. Hey, how can I listen to your podcast? Hey, how can I get this shirt? Hey, how can I do this, that, and the other? I had to put, do you have a man on there? Because people, and I'm not trying to act like I'm just this super exalted one because I'm not. But because that's a waste of DM. I don't want to be asked by nobody if I got a man or not. That's not why I'm here. My mission is not to give me a husband off of Instagram. The way I look at it is, everybody that's in my life is aligned. So there is no need for a person to find me. We will find each other and it will not go down like that. It will not. None of the men I've ever dated in my life have ever, ever been a man that was in my DMs. Like, hey, you got a man? Never, never, ever, ever, ever. It's always been in a way where it was nothing but God that had no way but to force this person into my life to where I couldn't ignore them. And that is how we built. It was never like no random DM hop. Hey, what's happening? You got a man? What's up? Never, ever, ever, ever. So... The DM hopping is one thing, but the DM hopping to get attention on some boy who cried wolf type stuff. I wish, let me, let me re-choose this because I'm not editing nothing. 
I'm just going to get this off and post. But let me get a second. All right, I got it. Healers, whether man, female, or non-binary, please pay attention to how people present to you. There are going to be some people who genuinely need help. Whether you have the capacity to serve them, you will know. And whether you were led by spirit to help them, you will know because I'm in that situation as well. But what I notice is there's usually a pattern of contact with this particular person or this person that does this kind of behavior that shows that they just want attention. Usually it's, it's a lot of, at least in my experience, it's a lot of heart eyes that are previous like previous messages like it'll be a whole thread of stuff before they say they need help is usually heart eyes heart eyes can I get to know you can I get to know you and my thing is when you ask repeatedly like that I'm automatically going to tap out I mean and that's just and I know some of y'all probably like why are you telling everything because now people are going to act differently no I'm not worried about it because energy never lies energy never lies there's people that have told me that they are the most solid people ever. And my intuition was like, no, you're not. (laughs) And it ended up not being solid. Okay. So how you present verbally, how you present energetically, they will always not, uh, they'll always show themselves to be different. If that is the case, like the energy don't lie. People lie as humans. We do be lying, but that energy never lies. And if you're patient enough, if you're tapped in enough, if you're intuitive enough, if you're building your intuition enough to trust your gut, you will discover that as well it's a never-ending process sometimes we get it wrong but a lot of times we get it right but there'll be a, a pattern of of contact i'll see and also if someone needs help the pattern afterwards will still be romantic it'll still be weird it'll still be um heart eyes and stuff like that it's just weird it's weird um <laughs> making up rumors or drama to get close to them excuse me I got caught up like that once in college somebody was spreading a bunch of rumors about me all sorts of shit shit that I was like I would I would never do that that's that's what y'all that's what that's what's going on right there and this guy was like yo I know who's saying this about you and (laughs) it turned out it was him he made it up because he liked me and he wanted to get with me he made everything up everything up the whole time me and one of my homegirls at the time were trying to get we were both talking to him trying to get the answers and it turned out he used a divide and conquer tactic to say that my homegirl at the time was saying that about me a part of me didn't want to believe that but he had already gotten her ear about me and we had kind of took some distance we didn't fall out fall out as far um well as far as I remember it wasn't like a like we didn't come to blows or nothing like that like it wasn't that serious but it was enough for me and her to not fool with each other anymore that man had divided and conquered the friendship or it wasn't even that we weren't even close close keep it a thousand you know it was it was summertime we was partying going to the bar so she was like a club partner it wasn't like I was telling her like my my business well like she met my mom or anything like that you know we were just we were just like homegirls in that regard road dogs in that regard but it was enough to separate us so since he had to separate it he kept telling me yo you know what I'm saying I know who's saying this about you and I realized I'm like yo something ain't right so he said hey I gotta go get something out my apartment real quick <laughs> come with me to um my apartment now mind you had four roommates so it wasn't like a lure everybody was in the house I said okay I'll come in there for a couple of minutes and go get your stuff um and I went in there and he had a cute roommate 
his roommate was cute. Now, mind you, I'm not dating this man. At the time I'm single, me and my college sweetheart had took a break. Um, we were we were off, on and off, so we were off. And um, I thought the roommate was cute. Start talking to the roommate. <laughs> Start talking to the roommate. He know who he is. So, you know what I'm saying? He was like, um, it might just as many, many years ago, y'all. Many, many years ago. That when that when that rumor starter found out that I was seeing his roommate, that man was hurt. Okay? Because at that point them rumors stopped. They stopped. He said he ain't know who said it. And the dude I was with was like, that man said it. I'm pretty sure he said it. He's like, think about it. Don't no man sit here and say that somebody said something and he ain't willing to stand up and expose who said it. And I was like, you're right. And that led me to be like moving forward. If anybody ever tells me they said something, they heard something about me, but they can't reveal the source, they automatically op. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to view it as they said it. Because my thing is, why would you cower like that and give up a piece of information, but not the source? You just as much as an op. Because I'm a first, also, I'm going to think, what did you say when they said it? So it's just like the fact that you you kind of protecting, but you low-key showing an attack, but you protecting the attacker. No, we good. You're an op too, and you're going to be dealt with accordingly as well. So that guy was really upset. And then long story short, Kramer got him. He got beat up and ran back to his hometown. He got ran off campus. Matter of fact, he disappeared for a few years. Yeah, it be like that. <laughs> the karma be karmering, okay? Be karmering. Now, granted, you can't change the perception of what people think after folks say what they say. You know, but at the end of the day, the karma always comes back. And one thing I can't say, anybody that's ever tried to spread lies about me have always gotten their ass with my life. Karma, God, whatever you want to call it, boomerangs, whatever you want to call it, they've always managed to hit every single person who ever tried to stop what I was doing, whoever talked mess about me. Whoever tried to fight me when I was younger, whoever, um, and then, and let's be clear, I ain't never lost a fight, but it was always started on some BS that nine times out of 10 had nothing to do with me. So just weird, unwillful attacks. So anytime anybody's ever tried to destroy me in any way, sense of, uh, any way, shape or form, um, they've always gotten humbled and I was always able to see that. And I'm, and I don't think that's a mistake. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that that just shows that when you see people crumble in front of you that try to tear you down and try to destroy you, it not only reminds you that consequences exist, but it also reminds you to not move like them because that can easily be you. Again, weirdo behavior. Weirdo behavior. In California, at least in LA in particular, being a weirdo is not even like that's not even cute. Like I know they say online, let's get weird. In LA, that's a whole different meaning. <laughs> If you know, you know. The last thing you want to be called is a weirdo or a weird person or anything weird. Um, so that is the today's episode about weirdo behavior. So shout out to my email and my text crew. I love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. As Jay Teray would say, I love you down boots. Okay. Love y'all. Um, I was able to do a quick chop up session with y'all yesterday evening and I enjoyed it so, so much. I was able to tell y'all what's been going on with Spiritual Homegirl, what I've been doing outside of Spiritual Homegirl, and most importantly, what we're doing with the off-app community, how they'll be the first ones to be able to join. Um, as of right now, it will be closed to just those people on the email and text list. We're going to do a vibe check, and then we might open it back up um, once we do that. We talked about what we're going to be doing in that community, how much it's going to cost, um, why I decided to create it. So it really felt good to share my vision with my peoples. It was a very insightful 
a very insightful um, discussion. Shout out to uh, CC. I'm going to call her CC. She gave me some good game. And I'm actually going to soften my stance on social media. Um, not necessarily reverse it 100%, but there was some great perspective that I did get in my chop up. <coughs> Excuse me. I need some water. From um, about social media, and I will, um, I will take that perspective, and we're going to talk about social media um, from a more well-rounded perspective. Because I have my opinions, absolutely. Some of those opinions are rooted in fact. Uh, a lot of them are, but at the same time, I don't have that perspective from an insider point of view. So I was able to get that yesterday, and I really appreciate that. I'm not going to tell you which app it was, but. I was able to get that and I appreciate that. But to join the text list, you can click the link in my show notes or text podcast P-O-D-C-A-S-T to 81493. Again, text podcast to 81493 podcast P-O-D-C-A-S-T to 81493. I love y'all. Text list is way more engaged. I don't know, man. Maybe the emails are a little bit overwhelming. I mean, they be opening them, but the text, the text list be on something different. Shout out to y'all. I guess y'all like, y'all like the text messaging. Okay, I will, I will continue doing that. But email, I'm still there too. If you like to open your emails and, and tap into, I also have the email list. You can also click the link in my show notes as well. Um, Aries season is popping up. It's popping up on Sunday. It's going to be a problem. But um, I'm really excited to uh, finish up this journey. I have a lot going on. Um, graduating school. This this semester, um, I'm really excited to embark on a new chapter. I've already kind of been in my chapter. Keep it a thousand. It's just the the transition with the school thing has to has to do its thing. So I'm excited to end that cycle of school. And that will be my complete transition um, into what I do now because I've already been doing it. It's again, like I said, school was a component of that. Um, So. So, yeah. So I think that's everything that's on my heart. I'm going to get me some watermelon juice to drink watermelon juice is so undefeated oh that's like cold watermelon juice on a warm day because it is hot here in la i hope it stays like this for a while 76 degrees is beautiful so with that being said y'all i'm going to give me some sunshine take a quick break real quick this has been another episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast my name is maria and remember trust the journey trust yourself and stay away from weirdo behavior protect yourself love y'all peace